Hi, everyone. I'm Candace Huber, and you're listening to Novel Ideas on WRBH, a weekly discussion of all things literary. This week is our book club edition. I haven't done one of these in a while. I was working every single day in December because of the holidays at the bookstore. And so I haven't told you about our book club books since the October books. So I'm going to talk about the November books and the December books right now in this podcast. And so just to remind you, the Tubby and Coos Mid-City Bookshop has a few book clubs. We now have five, uh, but at this time we had four. So I'm going to tell you about the four book clubs that we had. We have the Neil Gaiman Book Club, the Science Fiction Book Club, the Fantasy Book Club, and the Not-So-YA Book Club for adults who read young adult fiction. And so in November and December, we read some good books and some, nah, okay books. And so I'm going to tell you about those books. First, let's talk about the science fiction books because we did read two. So in November, we read a book called Accession by Ian Banks. And in December, we read a book called The United States of Japan by T- Peter Tierras. And so I'm going to tell you about these two books first. So Accession by Ian Banks is a book about a diplomat who has been selected by the culture. So th- this is a novel of the culture. So Ian Banks has a lot of books in the culture universe, and this is one of them. And so there's this diplomat who's been selected by the culture to undertake a delicate and dangerous mission. And there's a department called the Department of Special Circumstances that is really the culture's like espionage and dirty tricks department. And so they send this diplomat off to investigate a thousands year old mystery of the sudden disappearance of a star that's 50 times older than the universe itself. And so he, this diplomat has to really risk losing himself on this mission. And there's really only one way to break the silence. And that is to steal the soul of the starship captain who first encountered the star and convince her to be reborn. So it's a really interesting concept. There's vast conspiracy. There's, you know, stuff that can lead the universe to peace or annihilation. And so it's a really interesting concept. The problem that we had with Accession was that it was overly complicated to most members in the book club. So there are a lot of different characters. There are a lot of different things going on. He spends a lot of time getting pretty technical and explaining a lot of the science things in a very technical way. So at times it could read like a textbook. And there was just a lot of characters to keep up with and a lot of different races in this world and a lot of different stuff going on. So here's what I'll say about Accession. The folks who had already read other culture books and had already been introduced to the culture universe through some of the other books liked this book because they had less of a learning curve. They didn't they didn't have as much to learn about the culture and the universe. They kind of already knew some things. And so it was easier for them to follow and to understand. For those who had never read a culture book, this was their first introduction into the culture universe. It was not as good because there was a higher learning curve, didn't really understand what was going on most of the time. So I would say that Accession, if you already have read other culture books and you're already a fan of the culture from Ian Banks, then definitely read this book. It is something that is adds to the culture universe in a really good way. If you have never read any Anne Banks and you've never read anything about the culture specifically, I would not start with Accession. I would start with a different book and read Accession later on. 
And so that is Accession by Ian Banks. So it was both good and bad, sort of depending on the perspective that you were coming from and what you had read before. I personally found it to be a little too technical, and that's a personal thing because I am not a fan of highly technical science fiction books, and I'm not a fan of super old-school science fiction books. If you've listened to this podcast before, if you listen to our other book club editions, you will know that. And so from a personal perspective, I couldn't get through it because, one, I had never read anything from the culture, and so I was confused by some of it, and two, it was just too technical for me. And so, but if you like that kind of stuff and or if you're a fan of the culture, then I think it would be a good thing to read. So the next book that I'm going to talk about that we read in December for the Science Fiction Book Club was called The United States of Japan by Peter Tierras. And in this book, it takes place, it is a, in the past, so it is an alternate history book. And it is what would have happened if Japan would have won World War II. And Japan is now occupying America after winning World War II. And Americans worship the infallible emperor. And nobody really believes that Japan's conduct in the war was anything but exemplary. And if you believe something different, then you will go to jail or get killed. They actually have this technology that Uh, they're working on in the book that will go into your dreams. And if you even dream about going against the emperor or going against Japan, they will come and find you. So it's a really interesting book. And it, it also has this group in it called the George Washingtons, which is a shadowy group of rebels that's fighting for their freedom. They're kind of the last stronghold of Americans. And they have some different tactics that they do. And one of them is to release this illegal video game that asks players to imagine what the world might have been like if Japan wouldn't have won and if the United States have won. And of course, Japan, they, they have a censorship bureau and they really don't like this video game and they're trying to figure out who did it and why and where it came from and what's going on. So they have two main characters. The first one is Benico Ishimura, and he is a video game censor. That is his job. And the other main character is called Akiko, and she is part of the Japanese secret police. And so the two of them have sort of different paths at the beginning, and then, of course, they come together, and they're trying to unravel this mystery of what's going on. And I really enjoyed the story. It was really part detective story, part alternate history. It gets really brutal at times, but even the brutality of it is nothing compared to what it was in real life. And so I think it's a really interesting, different point of view. And what I really like is that this book really made me think about things because one of the things is that, you know, Japan in this world is really advanced. And so they've basically eradicated all disease. There's no cancer. And they have this super advanced technology. And they have a really great economy. They have a really good healthcare system. You know, their people are taken care of. But at the same time, there's no freedom of speech. There's censorship. So it's it's poses the question, what it, what does freedom look like to you? And what would you be willing to give up 
for other things? And I think that's a really interesting question that I found myself asking myself as I was reading this book. And so everyone in the book club really enjoyed the book. Peter was nice enough to Skype in and talk to us about the book, which was amazing. I really enjoyed that the book didn't really have a romance storyline, which is something that is different because most of the time when you have two main characters and one's male and one's female, it's easy for authors to fall into that romantic relationship trap, and this book doesn't do that. And so it was awesome of him to talk to us about it. The book was really fun, and we all really enjoyed reading it and would highly recommend it to anybody, especially if you like Philip K. Dick and Man in High Castle, whether you read the book or see the show, I think you would really like The United States of Japan. So definitely check that one out. Going into our fantasy book clubs, we read A Gathering of Shadows by V.E. Schwab, and it's the second book in a series. The first one was called A Darker Shade of Magic, and we read that a couple months ago, and now we're reading Gathering of Shadows. So I don't want to say too much about this book because I don't want to spoil the first one if you haven't read it for you. But this book continues to follow Kel and Delilah Bard. Kel is one of the only magicians who is powerful enough to pass through worlds. So in this world, there are four different Londons that exist on four different planes of existence, parallel universes. There's Red London, White London, Gray London, and Black London. And Kel is one of the only people who can actually travel between those four Londons. And he has this girl, Delilah Bard, that he meets up with in the first book. And she is a thief and a pirate, and she is a really interesting character. And so this second book continues to follow the two of them in their adventures. And so in the first book, there are a lot of politics going on between the four Londons. The rulers of the four Londons know about the parallel universes, but the regular people do not know about the parallel universes. And so there's a lot of things going on between the four Londons and this mystery sort of unravels. And in the second book, you know, there's there's some things that happen in the first one that the second that will cause things in the second book to be a lot different. So in the second book, the town called or the universe called Black London. In the first one, it's this book, it's this universe that has been really sort of cast aside. It's been cut off from all the other universes. It is something that people don't really think about anymore because it's too rough to think about. But of course, you know, and this isn't really a spoiler because you know almost immediately that Black Black London is going to come back into play at some point in time. And so the second book is really about them, you know, dealing with the fallout from the first book and preparing for the element games. So in Red London, there's this thing called the element games, which is basically this extravagant international competition of magic. And so Red London is preparing for these games. And so they get all caught up in these games. And then, of course, there's other things happening that are more sinister while they're all caught up in the games. So the book club really determined that this second book, A Gathering of Shadows, was actually better than the first book, which is not something that you see a lot. Typically in series, you kind of see a slump with the second book or the third book or whatever that it's it's like, well, you know, the first one's really good and the second one is just kind of the middle of the story and then the third one's really good again. In this case, I would say that the second book is better than the first one. So I really liked A Darker Shade of Magic. I thought it was really fun. It was a quick read. 
The second one's even better. So I would highly recommend reading this series if you have not yet read it. The Fantasy Book Club really, really, really enjoyed it. Again, the first book is A Darker Shade of Magic by V.E. Schwab, and the second book is A Gathering of Shadows by V.E. Schwab. And the third one is called A Conjuring of Light, and that one comes out in February. And so that will be the end of the trilogy. And so we're really excited about that book as well. And so those are all of the books that we read in November and December for our Not So YA book club. We pushed that book off. And so we are actually reading it in January or discussing it in January. And that book is Cinder by Marissa Meyer. So you'll hear about that one when I talk about the January book club reads. And the same with Neil Gaiman. I told you about Odd and the Frost Giants and the Graveyard book in our last podcast. And the last two novels of his that we read were Ocean at the End of the Lane and Fortunately the Milk, which is actually the end of his novels. We've been through all of Neil Gaiman's novels and we're really excited. And I'll talk about Ocean at the End of the Lane and Fortunately the Milk when I talk about January books as well. And then in the Neil Gaiman Book Club, we are moving on to short stories now that we're finished with the novels. Of course, when his new book, Norse Mythology, comes out in February, we are very, very, very excited about that one. And so we're going to take a break from the short stories and read the new book immediately when it comes out. And so that is what was happening with the other two book clubs, which is why I didn't talk about the books for those. So just to let you guys know, we also have a new book club. It is called the Brave New World Book Club, and it is sort of separate from these other ones. And it is about it focuses on reading about experiences that aren't our own. And so we are I have a list of right now, I think it's around 105 books, of course, Who knows if we'll get to all of those books eventually, but we're going to do one book a month, and it is all about experiences that are different from us. So the first book that we're reading is called Between the World and Me by Ta-Nehisi Coates. I talked about this in the last podcast when I was talking about what to do instead of watching the inauguration, and I suggested reading this book and talked a little bit about this book club. And so that's the first book that we're reading. It's really short. It's only about 200 pages. You could probably read it in a day. And our next meeting or our first meeting for the Brave New World Book Club is going to be on February 5th. It's a Sunday at 2 p.m. And so I highly suggest coming and discussing this with us. I think it's going to be a really interesting discussion. And we are going to have an in-person discussion at the bookstore, but we'll also have an online discussion. So we're going to Facebook Live this. And so if you're not here locally, you can participate through the Facebook Live and comments. And we're going to incorporate what people are saying into the conversation as well. And so I think that this is going to be a really interesting conversation. So try and join our book clubs. So for January, we are reading for Neil Gaiman. We're going to discuss Ocean at the End of the Lane and Fortunately the Milk, which we read in December, we discussed in December. For January, we are reading his short story uh, collection, and um, that's going to be really interesting. We're starting with short stories for Neil Gaiman. So we are done with novels. If you've read his novels, great. And if you, it's really more of a Neil Gaiman fan club than anything else. So definitely come if you like Neil Gaiman and talk to us about it. The Science Fiction Book Club, we are reading Seven Eves by Neil Stevenson. We're about halfway through that. That's going to take up January and February. So it's really, really good so far. I'm really enjoying it. For the Not-So-YA Book Club, we're reading Cinder by Marissa Meyer. And for the Fantasy Book Club, we're reading Crystal Cave um, by Mary Stewart, which is a really old school one. So again, if you want to join our book clubs, the books that we're currently reading— For the Neil Gaiman Book Club, we are starting his short story collections. 
For the Science Fiction Book Club, we're reading Seven Eves by Neil Stevenson. For the Fantasy Book Club, we're reading The Crystal Cave by Mary Stewart. For the Not-So-YA Book Club, we're reading Cinder by Marissa Meyer. And for the Brave New World, brand new book club, we're reading Between the World and Me by Ta-Nehisi Coates. So definitely join us. We meet every—there's a different book club every Monday at 6 p.m. And then our Brave New World book club is going to be on February 5th, which is a Sunday at 2 p.m. So definitely join us, and I will talk to you next time, next month, about our January books. So thanks for listening in, and you've been listening to Novel Ideas on WRBH.